Often, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they have a dream, the dream of owning their own business. But of course, they have absolutely no idea where to begin. Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, developed the six proven steps to success program to tap into her years of experience teaching Next Level for Entrepreneurs, a business planning class offered through the Nevada Small Business Development Center. The six proven steps to success program is about business development, yours, and because every client is so unique, it's completely tailored to where you are now and where you would like to go, based on a shared goal that we develop a plan that's been noodled through together. The goal is to identify the right actions that will produce the best results in the proper sequence. If you want more information on how you can work directly with Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva, please call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 and ask about the six proven steps to success program. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, Nevada. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm pleased to be with you today. Boy, this month is going by fast, and it's going to go even faster. I love February, shortest month of the year, but for some reason, it seems to be the month when I get the most done. Maybe when there's a little bit of a time crunch, it actually accelerates all the activities. Well, today we're going to be talking about a lot of February activity. We're going to be looking at the latest statistics from the Northern Nevada real estate market provided to us by Dan Ryder, the managing broker at Coldwell Banker Select right here in Reno, Nevada. You'll be amazed at what our stats look at today compared to one year ago. Today, we're also talking with Marvin Graham. He's a seasoned and experienced beekeeper, started out in Hawaii. Now he's beekeeping here in northern Nevada. We're going to be talking about the happenings going on at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. And we're also going to look at some of the national news and what people are talking about all across the country when it comes to real estate, buying a home, selling a home, investment property. It's amazing what people have to navigate through today to get the deal that's right for them. Lots of good things on today's show. Hang on. We'll be back after this. It's so sweet. The 13th Annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th in Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Honeybees are amazing. Learn about products from beehives for health and beauty. Honey tasting contest, how to take care of your bees, everything you need to get started in beekeeping. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th, Yearington, Nevada. NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. It's so sweet. You started your business for the freedom and adventure of being your own boss, but now you feel buried by your business. So many business owners unfortunately experience this. Some have given up the hope of ever finding the money, time, and control they thought business ownership would bring them. Some have given up the hope of ever building a team of experts who are like-minded and understand what they are trying so hard to accomplish. Time and time again, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they experience confusion about the entities they have formed either on their own or through another service provider. If you don't understand what you have, how to use the entities effectively to obtain the liability protection, tax benefits, and freedom you desire, or find yourself stuck because you don't know what to do next, Sage International Incorporated can help. It's easy. 
Just call 1-800-254-5779 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation today. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Joining us in the studio today via telephone, Marvin Graham is calling us to talk about beekeeping and the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Marvin, glad you're with us today. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about the conference and and talk about one of my passions, which is, is honeybees. We're so excited. The conference is coming up real soon, Feb 23 through 25, next week here in northern yep. Nevada. But it's interesting, Marvin. People come from all over the country, heck, from all around the world. Uh, let our listeners know a little bit about your world of beekeeping and why you, you attend a conference with us. Well, I, I started off beekeeping about 10 years ago to get pollinators for an orchard I planted in Hawaii, of all places. You, you'd think that you'd have lots of bees there, but at the elevation I was at, I just didn't have any pollinators for my orchard. So I, I looked into starting a beekeeping uh, group there and, and joined a couple clubs and, and got some good mentorship from some of the locals, uh, which is really helpful because every uh, region has a different you know, type of way of setting up your bees and, and maintaining your bees. So it's, it's nice to get with a group like Mason Valley Beekeepers where you have some mentorship to point you in the right direction. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best things I love is that people are really open to uh, give you feedback and give you comment on what you're doing and some of the challenges we're having. It seems like every beekeeper does things a little bit different, doesn't it, Marvin? Yes, sir, it does. And one of the joys of it is it is that there's no secrets in beekeeping. Every beekeeper I've met has has wanted every other beekeeper to succeed. Yeah. Nobody wants to have a plenty collapse or, or have a disaster. So everybody's more than willing to share knowledge and what's worked for them and what hasn't worked for them in, in region specific. Yes. Yes. Um we notice that here, even in the Truckee Meadows, uh, if you live up on one of the higher hills, one of the areas approaching the Sierras, or even on the other side like we do uh, as we're going into the hills on the east side, uh, there's different levels of snow, different kind of weather. In just a matter of a couple of miles, two, three miles, it can be dramatically different. So everybody has to really uh, micromanage their beehives because the environments can change so dramatically when you live in a mountainous area. I'm fascinated by the fact that you were a beekeeper in Hawaii. So let me ask you a couple of questions. Were there a lot of other beekeepers there, or were there less than you would expect? I was pretty impressed with the amount of beekeepers there, actually. They were all basically down below the 1,500-foot elevation where it's it's blooming flowers and nectar 365 days a year. So you don't really have the overwinters uh, issues mm-hmm. that we have here in Nevada, where your bees, you know, are basically in their colony for three or four months at a time. Right. They tend to, to you know, collect pollen the next year round, so you can harvest a little more honey. Uh huh. I would imagine the honey has a uh, quite a different taste there because a lot of the plants in Hawaii, I'm sure, are very different than what we see here in northern Nevada. 
Yes, sir. They, uh, you can get, basically, you could get papaya honey, mm-hmm. avocado honey, mac nut honey. Oh. And each one has a very unique flavor due to the, the pollens and the nectars where you keep your bees. Yes, yes. And uh, because beekeeping is different in Hawaii than it is in northern Nevada, like you say, there has to be an adjustment made for the way that you start your bees, you take care of your bees. We harvest at a different time of the year. How many years have you been doing this here in uh, in Nevada? A little over three years here locally. Uh-huh. Do you think it's uh, as challenging, more challenging, less challenging? Uh, what's it? What's the basic difference from Hawaii beekeeping to Nevada? Well, it definitely is. It's the winter. You know, there it was. It was spring, fall year round at the elevation I was at. Mm-hmm. But here with this, the, the winters we have, when the bees first come out of their hives in spring, there's really not the resources yet blooming and nectars for them to start feeding. So you have to augment you know, their feeding program a little bit by doing some one-to-one sugar water or pollen patties. You have to give them a a little bit of help to get them started towards spring and summer. Marvin, I remember when I became a beekeeper, one of the things I thought incorrectly at the time was that honeybees pretty well take care of themselves all year long. You just put the bees in there, you get in there once a year to get your honey, and then you let them continue for uh, whatever they do until the next year. And it only took me a few months to realize that that was totally wrong. I mean, that's what I I would imagine a non-beekeeper would think because bees seem to take care of themselves. They don't have leashes, harnesses. You can't keep them in a cage. They really go wherever they want to. Yet we are encouraging them as beekeepers to stick around my backyard, stick around in the house that I made for them. But still... The bees have to feel kind of like they're in the wild, don't they? Yeah, they need to have some resources close and definitely have some a water source, which is very important here in northern Nevada because they, they need that water to mix with their, with their nectars to get the viscosity right for their honey processing. So they definitely need a water source. But they, they need, you know, it, it takes, oh, I don't know, 12 bees a whole lifetime just to make one teaspoon of honey. So they they really need to have something in the area that they can go after to to start collecting for their pollen and nectar for the summertime. So because of our cold winters and we also have, you know, it'll, it'll be freezing in May. And then so they'll be out and then it'll get cold and then they'll go back into the house. So they they need a little bit of extra resources, a little bit more uh, home help to, to get them into that summer mode. Yes, and Marvin, you and I know that bees are really dependent on beekeepers when they live in a beehive. Bees that live in the wild, that maybe live in a tree or in the attic of an abandoned barn, I mean, they're doing things on their own. But when we're encouraging a, a colony of bees to live in a box— in a particular area, in a in my backyard, again, I say, uh, you have to encourage them to stick around. My guest today, ladies and gentlemen, Marvin Graham. Marvin is a experienced beekeeper, uh, an associate of mine at the Mason Valley Beekeepers. Marvin, we meet there almost once a month, don't we, it's when uh, we get to see each other? Yes, sir. First Tuesday of every month from February to October. Yeah. And we have some wonderful Saturday meetings at, at the president's house where we do 
you know, some potlucks and, and show and tells and a little more outdoor mentorship when the weather gets nice. Yep. So it's almost year-round. It is. And, you know, I'm noticing, Marvin, more and more of a variety of people that are getting interested and involved in our world of beekeeping. Have you noticed all of the young families, the young kids that are starting to come around and having a good time working with us in the world of bee and beekeeping? We definitely have some nice family groups where they're teaching their kids uh, bee husbandry at an early age, and they they really seem to enjoy uh, just everything about it. You know, it's, it's not always about getting a jar of honey. It's also about keeping your bees healthy and happy and getting them to overwinter and, and having them come out the next year and start all over again. It's, it's, it's fascinating for these kids to see that and to be part of that process where they're actually taking care of a live colony of bees and with success and some mentorship, getting them to overwinter and come back the next year. Yeah, it is so much fun to see that the whole process in action, Marvin. And I feel like in the world of beekeeping, we're doing good things for the entire planet. I mean, when it comes down to it, honeybees are fantastic pollinators, and they help plants cross-pollinate. They help orchards be more productive. They help people's vegetable gardens be more productive. Uh, the trees, the flowers. Uh, probably most people have no idea just how valuable these pollinators are to our entire planet. And I have yet to find any negative thing, Marvin, that comes out of a beehive. It's all good. You get happy people all around them because they love beekeeping. You get all the great products from the beehive. The poll, the pollen, of course. Some people have uh, pollen catchers, and they get a little bit of pollen, which I love. Then, of course, there's the honey, the propolis, and the beeswax. Beeswax candles are just amazing. Again, it just seems like everything that comes out of that beehive and beekeeping world is great. I know, Marvin, that you, like me, we're encouraging people to consider becoming a beekeeper or at least supporting a beekeeper. And one of the best ways I tell people is to visit the website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's where you find out all about this great conference. Marvin, let our listeners know, are you planning Are you planning to be there? Every day, Yeah, from start to finish. Yeah, we're going to be there for all three days ourselves. When we come back from this quick break, Marvin, I want to let our listeners know about the bee conference so that they can consider making a, a visit this year or encouraging someone they know that might love being a beekeeper. So please hang on. We'll be right back. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. Hello, I'm Yvette Clark, and I've been in northern Nevada for over 50 years, and I've worked at CSA for one year. We do a family restaurant-style eating at Early Head Start, and the kids try all new foods. We would love to have you join us. Give us a call if you're interested, 775-786-6023. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming February 23rd, 24th, and 25th in Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Learn about products from beehives used for health and beauty from world-renowned speakers. Become a beekeeper. Attend the workshops to learn everything to get started. The 2023 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Register at nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Perfect for beginning and advanced beekeepers. 
Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, a leading provider of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies. For decades, Sherry has taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage their hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and estate taxes. Having spent her entire working career in the realm of economic development, she has worked very hard to seek out and share vital information and resources to help business owners from around the world nurture and create more profitable business ventures. She is passionate about businesses staying in business. 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. It's a good day to talk to us today about any needs you have in the world of real estate. Our team at Sage International and Nevada Real Estate Radio can offer you great advice and guidance if you're considering buying a home for investment properties or for primary residence. If you have questions about the process, we have a lot of experts here they can talk to you, and there's no cost. Give us a call anytime after the show, 775-786-5515, and let our operator know that you want to visit with somebody at Nevada Real Estate Radio. Today, I have a guest visiting with us via telephone, Marvin Graham. He's an experienced beekeeper and a member of the Mason Valley Beekeepers. We're putting on the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's our 13th annual conference happening in Yarrington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County, coming up real soon, Feb 23, 24, and 25. Marvin, I think this is going to be my sixth, uh, make that my seventh B conference uh, that I've attended, and they just seem to get better and better. They do. This will be my second one. I I missed the first one due to COVID, so I I jumped into the last one and then this one. Yep. I'm really looking forward to a great lineup of out-of-town speakers with vast knowledge about all kinds of bee issues from health and taking care of their hives to, to stuff you can do with the propolis and things you can make out of wax. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a great lineup. Yeah, yeah. I love meeting the people. Every every bee conference, we meet new people, catch up with old friends. And I love that um, Debbie Gilmore, our president, really knows the right speakers. I mean, people that are on top of their game and that have the information that today's beekeepers need to be aware of. Marvin, you've got a lineup of the guests coming. Why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about some of the people coming in? We're going to start off with Cameron Jack. He's an assistant professor at University of Florida. He, and he prepares some of his students to beekeep for beekeeping challenges going forward. And then there's Kimberly Duran. She's found, co-founder of the High Tech Hive Tech Solutions, where she's designed some some overwinter solutions for keeping honeybees healthy and happy. You know, a lot of the commercial beekeepers they truck their their bees up to the Dakotas. And overwinter them in these huge warehouses that are uh, climatically contained so that it's a constant temperature where the bees don't come out. And they can overwinter them there and then bring them back out for pollination services in the spring. There's just all kinds of facets and different things you can do with bees. It's just amazing when you get into this. 
you know, and then we got Dave Wick, and he's using technologies to help monitor viruses and disease in honeybees, and David Berner from Honey Lane Honey Bee Farms. He's got his own YouTube channel for backyard beekeeping where he, he mentors people online, and, and he'll answer your questions, you know, uh, uh, in, in the captions underneath if you have any specialized questions. And Steve Jimenez, from the co-founder from Hives from Heroes, and he's putting veterans together with bee mentors that, to help these veterans uh, kind of get a calm outlet where they can just focus on uh, bees and, and beekeeping as a, as a hobby to give them something to look forward to doing. Yep. And we, you know, we, we got all kinds of, and a few other guest speakers oh, yeah. that, I, that I, I haven't met yet, but I'm looking, really looking forward to sitting in on their classes and learning from all of these people that have been doing this for years and years. Oh, yeah. Marvin, I get so much benefit from attending the conference. I love talking with the speakers because they're all so personable and, and just willing to share their thoughts. One of the persons that I love that's coming back again this year is a lady named Jeannie Som. She's a retired educator, 37 years, in fact, and she's a beekeeper and co-owner of a company called Apothecary. It's a small business that produces dietary supplements, skin care, and shaving products made with propolis and other beehive resources. She published a book called Health Powered by Bees, and she released that book in 2021. Uh, she and her husband converted some of their Langstroth hives into something called AZ-style hives, and they keep bees in something called a bee house. It's a repurposed uh, a house that's that used to be an old camping trailer. <laughs> you know, you talk about people wanting tiny houses. Well, somebody's tiny house could be a huge house for a colony of bees. So I like the way that, you know, she talks about doing things in the world of beekeeping more like a in a holistic way where you don't have to go out and get always the newest and the brightest technology. You know, beekeeping has years and years of history, hundreds of years, thousands of years, some say, and People have been doing it for a long time, so you don't really need a computer next to your beehive to make them work. You just have to have good knowledge and good education. And speaking of education, we have a Ph.D. student. Her name is Jessica Bulow, and she is an ecology, evolution, and conservation biology Ph.D. student at the Leonard Lab right here at the University of Nevada in Reno. She studies native bees, especially bumblebees, and their behavior, cognition, and nutrition. Her In her undergraduate education, she has studied bee, honeybee behavior, and honeybee conditioning. So, you know, there's going to be so much more to see and to talk about, and it's a very open and uh, welcoming conference. Uh, I'm Marvin, I'm just encouraging people to come on out and just see where really all the action for fun, education, and connections, they all come together at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Do you like going to Yerrington, Marvin? Does that town do anything for you? It's, it's, a, it's a quaint little town. It's, a, it's an old farming community. It's got several nice restaurants, a couple casinos, and it's quaint. It's, it's, you know, it's not a bustling, crazy city with people going nuts everywhere. It's just a, a, a quaint little farm community that's been there for, I don't know, 100 years. Uh, and, and it's nice, but, 
But you, you, I, I do need to step up here and mention one other thing about this conference is we have five-star catering, too. Oh, yeah, the food, Marvin. You just have no idea how good food is sometimes until you go to the Nevada State Beekeepers <laughs> Conference. It's like a whole different element of this meeting is being able to enjoy the cuisine that this great catering company called Two Degs does for us. They do it every year, and they come up with some marvelous dishes. And I know some of the dishes this year, again, Marvin, are going to include local honey from some of the local honey producers. And once again, we're going to offer a very special beverage to all of our attendees, visitors, and guests. And that beverage is called Mead. Are you familiar with mead, Marvin? Yes, sir, I am. It was uh, quite a popular little drink at our bee club meetings in Hawaii. <laughs> and one, one of the gentlemen in my, in my club is actually right now in the process of building a 5,000-square-foot commercial meadery in Pahoa. Wow. Wow. It, mead is really growing in popularity. I discovered mead in Ireland, which is where I understand it was first developed. It's essentially this, honey wine. Now, once again, most people think wine has grapes, but mead does not. Mead is made from fermented honey, and it is one of the most delightful beverages I've ever had in my entire life, Marvin. We have a local meadery here in northern Nevada, right here in Reno, Black Rabbit Meadery, and uh, they offer mead at their location on 4th Street near downtown Reno, and they are once again donating some of their mead product for our bee conference. If you have never seen a keg of mead, this is your chance. And you put that together with all that great food, Marvin, uh, it just, once again, is a good indicator that there's a great time to be had and a lot of great education to learn at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. And speaking of Yarrington, Marvin, I grew up in a small town in Colorado, and going to Yarrington is very reminiscent of the small town that I lived in. Small, quaint shops, restaurants, friendly people, uh, bustling traffic, but not too much, and a whole new feeling of that, well, that wholesome world that many of us used to have and enjoy when we lived in small towns of our own. Heck, even a lot of people that have never lived in a small town, well, Marvin, they remember the TV show Andy Griffith. Remember Mayberry? Yeah. Yes, sir, I do. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot like Mayberry. Uh, it is a ton of fun, and I'm encouraging people to come out and join us. Marvin, will you be coming out with anybody else, or are you coming out solo? I'll be, I'll be bringing the wife. She'll be coming out, and she's actually doing some uh, centerpieces for some of the tables. Uh-huh. So that we put her to work on, on helping out. So yep. she's got her part involved in this also. Yes, yes. My wife is bringing me uh, uh, to the bee conference uh, since she's the, she's the queen bee, you know, so she's directing everything. But I do want to let our listeners know we have a fantastic silent auction program, and a lot of people bring some great gifts, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, so you can participate in the silent auction and walk away some, with some great prizes. We're always giving away a, a complete beehive kit. So if anybody wants to get started, uh, get into the raffle. You might win everything you need to get started. And then, of course, uh, we wouldn't be able to do any of this work without the great work of our sponsors, Marvin. So I do want to mention that Mason Valley Beekeepers, of course, is putting on the event for the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. But we're also getting great assistance from the Help Save the Bees Foundation, 
Help comes to from Perry Farms, Perry and Sons Farms. You smell all those onions when you go to Yarrington? You probably be looking at those onions are traveling all across America from Yarrington, Nevada. Great sponsor, Perry and Sons Farms. Of course, the city of Yarrington Room Tax Board and the Lyon County Room Tax Board do a lot to help us make our bee conference successful. Many people, too, they get their bee supplies from a company called Man Lake Bee and Ag Supply. Yes, they are one of our great sponsors, as is Hall's Honey. Over 100 years in business, Hall's Honey has been knocking out of the park with the best, best honey you can imagine, and it comes right from Yarrington, Nevada. Then rounding up the list of our incredible sponsors is a magazine called Edible Reno Tahoe. Marvin, have you ever picked up that publication? Yeah, I have. Actually, Amanda Burden does a really good job with that. The uh, the 2022 winter issue had a really great article in there called Nature's Pharmacy, written by Heidi Bethel. And it talked about different ways you could use raw honey in remedies and, and not go to the pharmacy. These are just local remedies to help with a cough or, or help with allergies, because it's been proven that if you eat raw honey local from your neighborhood, it helps a lot with allergies to rabbit bush or sage or any other kind of allergy you have. Local honey, raw honey, will help uh, with those. Oh, yes. And although I'm not a Dr. Marvin, I can tell you from my own personal uh, results, since I've become a beekeeper, I have started eating more honey because I've recognized all the values that honey brings not only to the environment, but to our own personal health. Um, and I'm encouraging people to consider that as well. Do some research. Local honey, it could be the ticket to a healthier lifestyle. I do know it is the ticket to a more enjoyable lifestyle because, Marvin, when I'm working with my honeybees, when I'm out in the beehive area, the apiary, if you will, of my backyard, I really feel a sense of freedom and a great connection with nature. I'm not thinking about anything else. My troubles at work, any personal problems, family problems, political problems, they all go away. When you're in the world of beekeeping, I've seen so many smiles from people when they're talking about their bees, working with the equipment. Oh, it's just a magical thing. Marvin, any final recommendations you have for our listeners or final thoughts before we meet up again at the Nevada State well, Beekeepers Conference? If they have the time and they're interested in beekeeping, Mason Valley Beekeepers does a beginning beekeeper class in January, and I know they missed it for this year. It will be there again next year, and it's a great way to just to kind of get your feet wet, look at the different processes and what's involved and, and whether it would be a good hobby for you or not. And, of course, the conference is, is out of this world. There's so much stuff to learn there and so many great people there to, to ask questions to, and everybody's willing to help out. So if, you, if you're already over the hurdle and have decided to become a beekeeper, it's just a great place to get started. And uh, we, like I said, we do have some great sponsors. We do have uh, the silent auction. So it'll, it'll be a really good time in, in Urington for it's basically t two days. It's all day Friday, all day Saturday. There's a social uh, get-together on Thursday night to meet some of the guest speakers and stuff. And uh, uh, two other things that weren't mentioned were we, we do have a photo contest. Your 
that's online, and you can see what's required there. And we do have a honey tasting contest. So if you do come, you can bring your favorite honey bee picture, or you can bring your 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 local honey from your hive and put it in with a the others and, and see where you, where you rate in flavor. Oh, my gosh. That's one of the best things about this bee conference. Marvin has seen all the different colors of honey that people produce uh, from their beehives and the different tastes and textures. Uh, it's really a gastronomical delight is what it is to attend the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Marvin, I want to thank you for chatting with me and with our listeners, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on Feb. 23, 24, 25 at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference in Yarrington, Nevada. Thank you, Peter. All right, we will be back with more on our radio show after this. While the kids are being cared for at Early Head Start, parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family. Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds, and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. Many of our radio listeners... Well, they're real estate owners. Some of them are sellers, but a lot of them are actually real estate investors. And I guess if you look at the holdings that you have and how much it costs to own a home and take care of a home, it really is an investment because that investment can turn into appreciation. And before long, you may well have equity in your home that you can use in a variety of ways. As an investor, you know that that starts from day one. But sometimes people become investors because they sell their primary residence. Then they rent it out to another person or family. Then they move on and buy another home for themselves, a new primary residence. So suddenly they have investment property. But many times they forget the importance of incorporating a business that will protect that property. All sorts of things can happen. You may even end up losing your property because of a slip and fall, some accident that happens that comes out of nowhere. And in our litigious society, well, you need all the protection that you can get. That's why people are calling Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry is the wealth protection diva because for over 30 years, she has helped people structure their investment properties, their businesses in the right way so they can take maximum tax advantages and maximum protection for their assets. You really need to talk to Sherry Hill if you're a new investment owner or 
if you are just getting to that next level of owning investment property. Give her a call, 800-254-5779, or visit the website, sageintl.com, and tell her Peter sent you. I'd like to talk a little bit about the latest statistics that we received from one of our good friends. His name is Dan Ryder. He's the managing broker at Colwell Banker Select. So here's what we've got. The stats just came in yesterday. The median sales price for a home in Reno Sparks, northern Nevada, is at $520,000. I mean, that's just a tick up from last month, but it's actually down 7.1% from last year. Keep that number in mind, $520,000 for the median sales price. Now, how many closed deals were there in the last month? Well, here in northern Nevada, when you look at the Reno Sparks metro area, you have probably 400, close to 500,000 people. And how many transactions closed? 259. That is an incredibly low number any way you look at it. But compared to last year, it's down by 43%. How many days does a home stay on the market now before it actually goes into contract? I remember in May of 2022, the number was somewhere around six or seven days. Now, it's gone up to 56 days on the market, almost two months. That's up by 600% compared to last year. Also, what was happening last year, people were offering more to buy a home than the sellers were asking for it. And the reason they were doing that is because there was such a large line of buyers wanting to get any real estate that they could get a hold of. Many of these buyers were even buying sight unseen. Not only were they offering more money, they were willing to make concessions. Sometimes some some sellers would say, well, this house isn't going to appraise for the amount of money you're going to be buying. Many of the buyers said, no worries. We don't need an appraisal. Let's just close the deal. That, ladies and gentlemen, is an amazing thing to do because these buyers were taking a big risk that they're buying a home that isn't worth what they're paying for it. But the prices were going up so fast and the demand was so high a lot of people just felt much more secure and comfortable making a generous offer just to close the deal, and then they wouldn't have to worry about it. Besides, back in May of 22, the interest rates on a 30-year fixed mortgage were hovering somewhere around 3%. They've, got, they've essentially doubled since then. So it's no wonder that more people are thinking about the pricing when it comes to purchasing a home today in Feb of 2023. In May of 2022, the list price received was almost 102%. That means on, an, on average, people were offering 2% more on the purchase price just to have a good shot at getting the deal. You look at a home priced at $400,000, you're talking about adding another $8,000 to the deal. And because that 2% was an average above the list price that people were offering, you know that some people were offering 3% more, 4% more, heck, maybe even 5% more than what was being asked by the seller. Buyers at that time, they just wanted to get the deal in their name, close the deal, and move on with their lives. Even if it cost another $20,000, let's say, a lot of people were comfortable doing that because they knew that the way appreciation was going, the low interest rates that we had, the lack of availability against demand, well, it was just a good decision then. But now, not so much. 
With homes staying on the market longer than before, now at 56 days, you can bet the list price received has gone down. It's not only gone down to 100%, it's gone down to 97.4% as an average list price received. That means that when people are making offers now, they're offering generally a little bit less than what the seller is asking. And it also means the sellers, well, they're going ahead with some deals, accepting a little bit less money than they were asking just because they know they want to close the deal. As interest rates have gone up, home prices have gone down a little bit. And I know a lot of sellers, they don't want to experience more of the home price depreciation, if you will, than they have last month, this month. It could continue to go down a little bit. But on the other side, a lot of smart buyers are saying, hey, wait a minute, maybe now is the time to get in because during this lull, you know what's going to come next, right? It's going to start to rise. But everybody has to make that decision on their own. 97.4% is the list price received on the most recent statistics. Last year, it was up higher by 2.5%. That's 99.9%. And it continues, it looks like, to come down, not only because sellers are accepting less than they're asking, but sellers are now offering what many of us haven't heard of for a long time, and that's seller compensations. Sometimes the sellers are agreeing to help you, the buyer, pay for some of your costs that it takes to make an offer on a home. One of those offers that they're making is to pay for the appraisal on the home. Now, an appraisal is going to run you probably five or maybe even $600, depending on the property. So you can save that kind of money at your closing if the seller is willing to make that payment. Sometimes the sellers are offering to help get you a lower interest rate from your lender. You see, some lenders will give you the option of paying 1%. It's called a point, one percentage point of the loan amount, and that will essentially get you a lower interest rate. And many times that lower interest rate, it can save you thousands and thousands of dollars over the course of the lifetime of the mortgage. Heck, even if it's a half percent difference, it can make a huge difference in your monthly payments and in the ultimate total price that you pay for a home. So it's not a bad thing to think about. Ask if the seller would be willing to pay some of your costs to close the transaction. There are title and escrow fees. You can ask about that from the seller as well. And of course, you can ask for a slightly lower purchase price and all that together can really add up. It can really be the difference between getting a deal closed and having to pass on it because it's just outside of your price range. So talk to your real estate professional, ladies and gentlemen. Ask him if it might be worth asking the seller for some seller considerations. Another indication of the prices in northern Nevada is by measuring the medium sold price per square foot. You know, how much per square foot does it cost to buy a home? In northern Nevada, from the latest stats, $289 per square foot. That's down almost 4% from one year ago. Demand, let's talk about that a little bit more. How many new listings are we able to look at that have just recently been added to the available to purchase market? 292 listings is what we see on the report. That is down 39% from last year. So even though there's 
less listings coming on board, and the median price is down a little bit, and the sold per square foot is down a little bit, there are people that are still waiting on the sidelines to buy because they think there might be more changes, more downward movement. And that impacts one area that we all are always asking about. How much active inventory is in the market today? How many homes are for sale in the Reno-Sparks metro area at this very moment? From this latest report, it tells us that number is 772 homes. That is up over 118% from last year. Imagine that. Last year, there were about 360, maybe 370 homes available for purchase at this time. Now, there's 772. That's good news for people that have had troubles finding a home that they liked, that they could make an offer before it was snatched up by somebody else. The longer homes stay on the market, the more this active inventory is going to go up, and it's going to take a lot of pressure from a, off of a lot of people that have to make decisions or have had to make quick decisions when it comes time to buy real estate. There's no reason people should be buying real estate just because of the fear factor, you know, fear of missing out, fear of missing out on that deal, fear of missing out on buying a home now that they are in this price range, fear of buying a home now that the interest rates are in this price range, fear of buying a home now that there are some homes available for sale, because at some point last year, it kind of looked like there weren't going to be any homes for sale in northern Nevada. I mean, people are talking about the area running out of homes, and that puts a lot of pressure not only on home buyers and home sellers, but people that just need to live and work in northern Nevada, you know, renters. At some point, we really do hope to help all of the renters in northern Nevada attain home ownership. The big number that people look at is how much month's supply of inventory is there now in the northern Nevada market? In my discussions with real estate professionals throughout all the time that we've been doing our radio show, they've always told me that an average healthy supply of inventory, typical in a buy equal buyers to sellers market, is somewhere around three to five months, even six months of inventory. Well, when we were down to the lowest level of month's supply of inventory last year in May, we were down to about seven days worth of inventory instead of even a month. Well, things have improved dramatically in that regard. We have three months supply of inventory of homes available for sale. Single family residences, typical three bedroom, two baths, two car garage, right here in a northern Nevada neighborhood. Now, this does not include new construction. And new construction homes, as we know, have dropped off the cliff, essentially, in the last six months because builders are very hesitant to build homes at these high, high rates. They're trying to get rid of all the homes that they still have available for sale. But if you're looking for an existing stick-built, three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, on average, you are looking at about a three-month supply of inventory. I want to thank Dan Ryder, managing broker of Coldwell Banker Select here in northern Nevada, and all of his outstanding team for helping us noodle through these numbers and giving us the stats so that we can give you an analysis of what's happening if you're looking to buy or sell. We have more on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I want to talk about the housing market across the country and how it's being impacted by mortgage rates. We'll be right back. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 23 through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada. 
Learn from the experts with our outstanding lineup of speakers. Attend the workshops to learn everything you'll need to get started as a new beekeeper. February 23rd through 25th, Yarrington, Nevada. For beginners and advanced beekeepers, register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. The 2023 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd through 25th in Yarrington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023 or visit the website csareno.org. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. People talk about real estate all across the country, and more and more people are talking about northern Nevada. I really think that our area has been discovered. It's so beautiful here. Mountains, snow, four seasons, all the fun things to do, recreation. I mean, you name it. It's a great place to live. But it's not priced like an average market across the country. In fact, I like to think about Reno and Sparks, Northern Nevada, being in more of what I call a high-priced market. Because when you compare our prices to what's happening across the country, on average, we are about $150,000 higher than other parts of the country, like in Oklahoma, Indiana, Wyoming, Texas, many, many states. You average in all 50 states, and you'll see that the numbers for a median sales price are about $150,000 less than here in northern Nevada. Regardless, we do need to know what's happening and why people have these perceptions about real estate in America. You see, falling mortgage rates are beginning to stir demand in the housing market. So now that the average 30-year home loan rate has been driven down just a touch, From the 20-year high that we had at 7% in November, we're down at about 6%. And that's largely in response to the signs that the Federal Reserve is nearing finishing lifting interest rates in America. And that has brought some new buyers into the market now that people are a little bit more comfortable thinking that maybe things will improve. Mortgage applications are up by about one quarter across the country since the last quarter. And that's a measure of signed real estate contracts uh, having risen over six months of continuous declines. The number of people contacting real estate agents is starting uh, to pick up, too, as the buying process has rebounded from November as well, according to Redfin Corporation. They're an international company and looking at their data. Rates for mortgage are still well above the 3% range that we had one year ago, but the fact that they're 1% lower than they were just a couple of months ago, well, no one's really complaining and hope, and everybody's hopeful that they will continue to go in the downward directions. The housing market is a barometer, quite frankly, 
of how the economy is responding to a loosening of financial conditions in the past few weeks. Stocks and bonds have both rebounded to start the year on the premise that inflation looks like it's coming down little by little without putting us much into a deep recession. But the Fed has indicated that it is committed to keeping high rates where they are now until inflation is lower, and it's willing to take a risk of a recession to do that. I would hate to see us go into a recession like we had in the early 1980s. High rates, alongside the recent talk of recession, could be really like a one-two punch if you were a boxer for any rebound. So a lot of people, well, they're still sitting on the sidelines. Well, regardless of what happens, it's likely to be a slower year for the housing market compared to what we've had in the previous years. But I believe that that's a nice contrarian thought. Sometimes the slower years for the housing markets are the best years for you to consider purchasing a home. I don't care if it's primary residence or investment property. I'm encouraging our listeners to keep an eye out for the great deals that are happening. According to the mortgage data and technology provider Black Knight Incorporated, mortgage rate locks have jumped up by 64% between the first and fourth weeks of January. That's a sharp climb, and the sharpest climb we've seen in a matter of weeks. Mortgage locks, that means people are locking in their rates so that they can get on their way to closing their real estate transaction. Please do not be discouraged by what's happening in the real estate market. In fact, consider this as a great opportunity to get into a transaction because people are more flexible, buyers and sellers, and we've always got that same demand, ladies and gents. People want their own homes. People want to own investment property. People want to be prosperous in America. I want to thank you for tuning into our radio show. Hope you enjoyed all of the information we got from our beekeeping guests and the information we provided to you. Until next week, please tell your friends and family to tune in on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Hopefully, our new listeners will make great deals, too, when it comes to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, a company that for two decades continues to play a huge part in supporting the economic engine driving this country, small business, the backbone of America. Sherry is driven by the fact that their intellectual horsepower continues to put a solid foundation under so many dreams. Those dreams have manifested into thousands and thousands of successful companies. She is passionate about cultivating long-term relationships that change people's lives by providing the information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will help you grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth. If you want to listen to past recordings of the Sherry Hill Radio Show or engage in the weekly conversation, please check out our website, sherryhillshow.com. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. 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 Natakwa.